0: Oh, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Conversations for My Grandkids. Yeah, isn't that... that's a slick new intro.
1: I like that one, though. I like that. Yeah. Well, hey, I'm Seamus, as always. And I'm Adam. And nice to, uh, not yep. hear you guys again, but glad that you're listening to our voices. Hey, you know, it's great to see your face, Adam. <laughs> it's much <laughs> nice. see yours. Seamus. She- so what are we talking about this week, man? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think, uh... I think we should start with uh, Miss Azalea Banks. You told me that Miss this, Azalea Banks, this gorgeous young. Uh, oh, you mean the, the new spokesperson queen.
0: for all black people everywhere?
1: Yeah, I'd like to hear what she has to say because you were telling me she might have said some shit.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, so she said some shit a couple weeks ago to Iggy Azalea. Weird, because I always got them confused because their names are similar. Like, the Azalea thing, that that was a weird coincidence. So, what's her name? Azalea Banks. Azalea Banks. Banks. But she said... So, Iggy Azalea didn't say anything about Ferguson, which is fine, because why would she? What relevance... Like, what does she have to say about it that is so, you know, crazy? She's from Australia.
1: Yeah, she's not even American.
0: Well, anyway, Azalea Banks went on a Twitter tirade, basically being like, if you're down to ride black dick, but you're not down to ride with us in our time of need, like... (laughs) Fuck you, Iggy Azalea. And Iggy Azalea had this response that was just like, well, I think that's a little ridiculous. Uh, I don't think actually yelling about stuff on Twitter is going to change anything. And I think if you really want to change something, you should, like, write your government or protest or do something like that. And she was like, well, you know what? Fuck you, bitch. Iggy Azalea, uh, not Iggy Azalea, Azalea Banks
1: has lost her goddamn mind. Yeah, apparently, apparently. And that was what? When was that? That was I don't know. It was a couple couple weeks ago. But then she, uh, she went off on my boy Kendrick Lamar, who I actually like, man. I actually like Kendrick Lamar.
0: I like Kendrick Lamar too. I'm huh? not a
1: big fan of rap these days, cause it all, it, it's all pretty sucky. Yeah. And it all sounds very, very similar. Especially these days. Especially these days. But Kendrick Lamar I actually like. So, I mean, when you told me about, like, oh, yeah, some Azalea Banks bitch said something about Kendrick Lamar, I was like, I don't care about Azalea Banks, but let me see – let me let me learn about Kendrick Lamar here. Okay? Well, yeah. so what, Let me make sure he's not fucking up.
0: So Kendrick Lamar was asked about um, – he was doing an interview with Billboard and he was asked uh, about Ferguson or the you know, Michael Brown issue or all this, you know, racial tension in America. And he basically – this is his quote. He said, I wish somebody would – look in our neighborhood knowing it's already a a situation mentally where it's fucked up What happened to Michael Brown should never have happened. Never. But we, when we don't respect ourselves, how do we expect them to respect us? It starts from within. Don't start with a rally. Don't start from looting. It starts from within. Now, in my mind, that is a perfectly reasonable thing to say. Yeah. I mean, I think you could still say start with a rally or, or do some sort of protesting stuff. But I, the, the point I think he he's said, but make- he
1: said though, don't start with just a rally. Which yeah, okay. I think that's yeah. He's leaving room for like you can rally, but don't just don't just go out there and make noise.
0: Yeah. Well, the thing that I mean, this is been preached throughout time it's like a it's like a buddhist principle it's like said by you know all these leaders who say change comes from within like you can't you you can't change the world if you're if you're not willing to change yourself yeah and if you're not you know if you're not thinking on a singular level about who you are as a person then you're not going to be able to change anything you know show people through your actions but what what azalea banks (laughs) says on twitter
1: (laughs) back to his very
0: uh eloquent response she says, uh, dumbest shit I've ever heard a black man say. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, LOL, do you know about the
1: generational effects of poverty, racism, and discrimination? Wait, can we, can we back up here? Dumbest thing I've ever heard a black man say. Have you been following this whole Bill Cosby case recently? Like, you're gonna attack Kendrick Lamar after that bullshit has happened? Have you ever taken public transportation? <laughs> I've heard some dumb uh, shit. Have you gone to college in an inner city? Like, <laughs> there's some dumber shit out there. Trust me. Trust me. Uh,
0: but yeah, so she just says, like, there are things in society that benefit a select few of us. Fine. But don't put it down the rest of us by saying they don't respect themselves. How dare you open your face to a white publication and tell to, tell them that we don't respect ourselves. Speak for your fucking self. <laughs> And, I mean, it just kind of goes on, man. Her last tweet is my favorite. I really, this is what she says, I really just want my fucking reparations. And I want you guys to stop killing
1: my sons and telling my daughters they're ugly. Who? (laughs) Which guys? What are you talking about? Because, honestly, you tell me which guys, I'm going to go talk to them. Because if they're killing your sons and telling your daughters they're ugly, then that's fucked up. So you tell me who, who these guys are. She's doing the
0: same thing. She's, she's proving his fucking point to a T because she's doing the thing that I've heard so many other people say. But they're just like, Oh, we just need to change society. Mm-hmm. We are society. Yeah. yeah and yeah, and right. the only person you can change is yourself, which is kind of, in my mind, what Kendrick Lamar just fucking
1: yeah, said. Right. Cause as society is just made up of individuals and individuals, I mean, you have to change yourself. If you, it, it's like you said, it's been said so many times in so many different ways, be the change you want to see in the world. Uh, there is no way to peace. Peace is the way. It's it's all about, you know, you can't go searching for something until you've settled within yourself like what it is you're even searching for. Like she's angry. I'm sure she has reason to be angry. I'm sh- I'm sure she's, she's seen injustice and discrimination and all that kind of shit, but she's taken it way, way, way in the wrong direction. It's just ill-focused, and she's, she doesn't know what she's angry at, and, uh, obviously she's got, she's just teeming with insecurities. Teeming. Oh, like, what the fuck is that? Yeah.
0: No, she's totally projecting here, because she's like, what did you say? How about about this?
1: How about this? (laughs) And fuck all this shit about erasing racial barriers and getting along. Why does white America think blacks even want to be here? Uh, maybe because I'm sure if you ask most blacks that they would want to be here. Where else do you want to go? This is the best country in the fucking world. i I'm, I mean, like, would you rather be in Africa? Yeah, is that what you're saying? Because you can go.
0: There are a couple of cool countries in Africa, but the odds of going, like, I want to be in Africa. If you're,
1: like, dartboard Africa? You might land in the jungle next to a chimpanzee. Yeah. It's not something you can find in America. Like,
0: the worst we have is, like, maybe Mexico or South America. You know what I mean? <laughs> or,
1: or, that's not even,
0: is that, that's not, wait, I'm going to sound so retarded right now. That's not even the same continent, dude. Is it's there? connected. It's landlocked, it's, but it's not the same. I think Mexico is. Mexico is, but Oh man, uh, I'm talking about South America is a completely different continent. Exactly, yeah, South America, even yeah. Though it's it's I was thinking of giant land masses that were connected,
1: you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Uh, I mean, there's some there's some rough spots all over, but North America is looking pretty tight pretty right now. Pretty fucking great. It's all the, the other continents place. have some pretty pretty rough spots, but North America is pretty fucking tight. Right yeah. Now. So anyway, uh why does why does white America think blacks even want to be here? I don't know where she thinks she can speak for blacks. Why does um, white America think blacks even want to be here? Because they do. Because they do. She's like, becoming an adult
0: and doing my own research has really opened my, up my fucking eyes. I, and I get upset to
1: know that. What? Oh, no, no, to know that. There are still young black kids in our public schools being indoctrinated with the same shit they pumped into my head. She looked on oh, Wikipedia for god. five minutes and lost her fucking mind. Oh my god. The, the, the problem that I
0: have with, with her is is that, like, this wanna, is old uh, news. old news. I don't want to be that, like, super superior, like, welcome to the party, bitch. But, like, I figured this out part when I was in, like, bitch. fourth grade, man. Like... I don't know. It was like Columbus Day and somebody was like, well, you know, Columbus uh, didn't actually discover America. And I was like, oh, shit. So, like, maybe I should actually look into things that I'm learning about. Oh, maybe, my God. Maybe
1: not everything I read is the fucking
0: truth. And, you know, if you change yourself and you raise your kids to look into things, then they will encourage other people around them to look into things. And the truth will spread that way. And you'll get a victory through education and self uh, what is it? You empowerment. Empowerment. Yeah. Empowering yourself. You're not. You're not just yelling about. Oh, I want my
1: reparations. Blah 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 blah. And, and like, <sighs> if you look at the 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 history of racial relations in this country, the greatest leaders who had the most progress, or who were responsible for for making the most progress. You know, you think of uh, the Martin Luther King Juniors and the and the Rosa Parks. You know, what, would that would it have ever come out of their mouth. Why does white America think blacks even want to be here? They fought tooth, nail, bone, and sweat to be here. It's
0: almost, it's almost disrespectful to them. Oh, it's them. not almost.
1: It's absolutely disgustingly disrespectful to them. After they fought, so, literally, because there was the whole Back to Africa movement. You know, any black people who wanted to go back to Africa, they were, they'd organized that. They tried to get people over to Africa. But like my dad says, who's black, right? He was like... I, I I saw the Back to Africa movement. I heard about it. But I was like, fuck that because I'm not from Africa. I was born in America. I have no ties to Africa. Just because my skin's dark doesn't make me any closer to Africa than uh, the American born next to me. Yeah. It's just, uh, you know, what genes were passed down to, to me that colored my skin. You know, where my people came from. Okay, I'm African that way. But there's no ties to Africa. But, you know, and he's... 65 this year, right? He's he's seen shit. He's seen America through all these years, and he wants to be here. Yeah, and you know, and, and not, to, not to make
0: this shitty point, I'm going to anyway, <laughs> uh, the Back to Africa movement never made sense to me too because it's like, well, you know who let you leave Africa in the first place? Uh... <laughs> Africans, like, who sold you into slavery?
1: Yeah, and I don't, it's weird, man, because they they did the whole Liberia thing where they just bought a big-ass part of Africa and were like, oh, all black Americans who want to go back to Africa can go to Liberia, and that did not work out too well. Didn't work out too well.
0: I mean, what are, what what are am I supposed to go back to Europe? I mean, I think the back to Africa thing is kind of inherently racism r- racist because it's encouraging division. You know what I mean? It's like, oh yeah, we have to get away from these white people. Whereas Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks and all these people were saying, this kind of sucks, but we can work this out. We can figure this out. We right. can live together in a
1: in in harmony. Really, yeah, you know that's what I mean? they were working for. Is you know, your people, we're people. But we're just treated like shit. So why don't we just level the playing field and we can just we can coexist together? And that's what they fought for. I mean, this is. I'm assuming she lives in America. She probably lives in fucking L.A. or New York or like some big American city. If if you're black and you think that you know white America is controlling shit and it's fucked up and they're keeping the the black man down and no black people want to be there, then you take all the black people who want to leave to Africa with you. You know what I mean? You don't have to be here. The black people who or there are black people, I'm sure, who want to leave, but there are a lot of black people who would, there's nowhere else they'd rather go. Like what, what market research did you do to get this opinion? Or are you just saying that because you're upset? She's obviously just upset, man. And, and but, but the, the, the thing that scares me
0: about this the most is that I've seen people reposting things on Facebook. And being like, yes, girl, like, you tell them, like, you get them out of here, like, how dare, you know, and, oh, God. That Dude, was my sad. What is, black girl. What, oh, is what, what is this? What is this? We,
1: uh, wait, hold on. Let me read this really quick. Oh, Let yeah.
0: Me. Yeah. Her tweets are, are classic, man. They're, they're
1: each like a little nugget of gold. Okay, oh, so I think this is a great place to start. Uh, <laughs> uh, he, first of all, this is not related to this next part, but here's this. Tweet. Here is cunt diddle. Love your twiddle hander, by the way. <laughs> what she loves cunt diddle. Does, all right. So a, here's a quote, right? I'm a universal being trying to accomplish as many things as I can during this cosmic trip. Uh, that's Maurice White of Earth, Wind, and Fire. You know, cool guy to quote. Um, I'm going to say you're not on his level. So, you know, absolutely not. I'm going I'm to say if he read your Twitter, he'd be like, hey, can you never quote me again? <laughs> yeah. um, next tweet. So all I'm trying to say is that black people are naturally born seers, diviners, witches, and wizards. And this is the same bitch who wants to tell me she's speaking for all of black American. Uh, black people are naturally born seers, diviners, witches, and
0: wizards. What, what do you think the reaction would be like if I just copy and pasted that onto my Facebook? Oh, <laughs> God, dude. oh my people God. People would tear me to bits, right? I kind of want to do so, it. So all
1: I'm trying to say is that black <laughs> people, <are> like, <laughs> dude, I bet anything, right? So she's, this is
0: this no, is No, but the next funny. tweet is even better. We have real supernatural powers, and the sooner we all learn to cultivate them and access them, the sooner we can really fix shit.
1: <laughs> is she serious? I think she is. That's I thought like I thought she was like speaking in hyperbole maybe, but if you scroll up and down She's like no. Oh, yeah, the next tweet. I'm really not joking. I'm so <laughs> so serious. <laughs> oh my Oh God. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Yeah, we are, we have real supernatural powers.
0: Now, okay, let me ask you a question: Do you think she's fucking serious, or do you think she's just doing this to to get more followers to get more? Because who is she? Is she she's a singer or something? I have no idea. I, it's I so I, she has, hard. She to... has almost three thousand or thirteen thousand followers. Oh, look at that! Her yeah. picture
1: on her Twitter is just her ass hanging out. Yeah, you're really doing a favor to the black community. Yeah, you really are. You're not a, you're not prolonging any kind of stereotypes there, Jezebel. God, Jezebel. I mean, it's just, it's just comical because it's so hypocritical. Everything she's saying is just so hypocritical. If you really want, uh, black rights as human beings, then it implies, and they fought for this in the civil rights movement, it implies that there are rights that humans should have, right? It doesn't matter if you're black or white. That, that was the whole message is, you know, you're white and you have these rights. You deserve them because this is America. All we're saying is that we deserve the same rights because we're Americans, as American as you are.
0: But that's not the rhetoric nowadays.
1: The rhetoric, the rhetoric is like
0: "fuck you," and then you're like, "Hey, that's that's a little racist." And they're like, well, we can't be racist because we're black, and, and racism is only you know the the weakest group is being picked on by the strongest group. It's like no, no, no. Don't don't muddle that because you're going to confuse yourself and allow yourself to get yeah. away with a lot of bullshit. Mm-hmm. And you're going to you're going to make the the entire discussion. A fight. And it's not supposed to be a fight. It's supposed to be like a thing where we cooperate and get better as a people. And when I say people, I mean humans. Right. Humans. You're, you're drawing the lines in the same way that your enemies, I guess, if you want to even go that far. Like your perceived enemies, white people who draw the lines of race in your mind. You're doing the same thing. You're using right. the same tactics. Right. So what are you doing, really?
1: Does it make it better for you to say that, oh, well, black people are natural born wizards and witches, so we're better than white people? Like, White people were just saying like, oh, we're white people and we have we own all the land. So we're better than black people. Is that – do you not see how that's the same bullshit argument that you're just using it for black people instead of white people? It's clearly not – the issue is when you attach uh, power to a racial group, which is racism. Yeah. You know what I mean? And sure, you know – and this is another uh, topic that I wanted to touch on is people need to better define what they mean when they use words. Because a lot of things get lost in translation. When she's when you know when you say racism, it's how you have perceived racism in your mind, which you see as a conflict between races. Like when you attach things to race that don't belong to race. I mean, for example, one thing that should belong to race, there are certain genes that certain races have uh, more prevalent. Yeah. That's, uh, that's something that should be attached to races, because yeah. you can actually prove that. And, and show like the them. extra
0: bone in black people's heels, right?
1: Extra muscle fiber. It's all <laughs> no, extra yeah, that's it's why they're like fast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no, have, no, that's true. It's true. It is true. Is they it have, true? They i was have only a higher No, they have a higher, uh, percentage of fast twitch muscle fibers in their calf, uh, or, uh, I think that's what it is. Maybe not an extra muscle, but they Weird. have a higher percentage of fat, fast twitch muscle fibers, which is why you always see a Jamaican win the sprint. Or they're always contenders, like the top three dudes are like Jamaican, and you always see like Kenyan dudes winning the um, marathons because there's uh, African or African, and I mean thereby African American or Black people have. They, I didn't know that. I, I was kind of just trying, not, not trying to derail your point with a joke, but uh, that. I didn't know that, man. That's no, massive. it's there are some things that are true. Like, so if we stick to the science, we can find like, oh, like black people like tend to have this, and white people tend to have that. Yeah. And it's not a hundred percent always the case, anytime, right? But uh, when you start to attach things like, oh, well, black people are witches and wizards, like that's racist. <laughs> it doesn't even fucking make any sense. Yeah. And uh, so when when other people they try to attack people who call things racism, right? With, uh, that's racism. That's racist. They say that racism is only a one racial group, uh, oppressing another, which if you, if you're reading like scholarly articles, if you're talking, if you're in a paper or something like that, um, it's useful sometimes to keep words in really tight boundaries so that everyone is very, very clear what you mean. And if that's how you use racism, then sure, we can use racism for that. But, uh, assuming that all black people want to leave America or don't want to be here, that's, it's if it's not racist, we can call it prejudice. You know what I mean. You can call it whatever you want. You're prejudging people based on their race, mm. and that's what I consider racism. Whether it's a minority group against the majority group, a majority group against a minority group, if you're if you're uh, drawing a line between races that doesn't even belong there or has no reason to be there, substantial reason obviously because witches and wizards it's not a substantial reason. Are um, you guys witches and wizards?
0: Uh, something you want to tell
1: me? I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say. <laughs> What's that bone doing in your nose?
0: Are you a witch doctor?
1: <laughs> oh God, man, this shit pisses me off so bad. Because the other thing is too, like, maybe, maybe she actually isn't as retarded as she's seeming, but she just has a language issue where she's not using the language correctly. Uh, maybe she means like, you know, black people have supernatural powers. Maybe that means something real, but supernatural means like above natural means like magical you know what i mean that's how it's normally defined so if you're talking about like oh black people are more creative or something like that you know you can try to argue that but don't use the word supernatural because that's fucking retarded i
0: mean she she even said she she clarified she she's saying you have literal magic powers
1: (laughs) witches wizards oh god oh god Oh,
0: God. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's upsetting because I see all these people. What, what scares me the most is not that she's saying this shit because my whole ideology is that people should be allowed to say whatever the fuck they want. You know what I mean? And it, it it doesn't, it doesn't hurt me. And even this doesn't really uh, make me like super furious. What's, it scares me a little bit because I see people reposting it and being like, you tell
1: them. And it's like, yeah, uh, at Azalea Banks, deserves a lot more recognition for her music and thoughts than she gets. She is way too underrated. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm gonna say I would probably hate her fucking music. I would probably hate her, every part of her. At Azalea Banks is the realist because she is so intelligent and not afraid to use her voice to speak out on societal topics that people ignore. Is anyone ignoring the fact that our textbooks are fucked up? I've read papers from the 60s that are like, hey, our textbooks are fucked. Like, we should we should fix this because we're teaching kids the wrong shit. We've known that all along. That's the thing to get angry about is not that it's happening, but that it's been happening for so long and that we're still not doing enough about it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Take the next step. Don't just get stuck on the injustice. Figure out, like, what's going on. You know what I mean? After that and what
0: you can do. She also had a great tweet about um, uh, somebody called her out on not having the correct grammar and she said... Well, I don't need to have the correct grammar in a language that's not mine. Mm. Okay, so what other languages do you speak? Yeah, what other languages do you know? Which language is yours? <laughs> well, then she said something and she was like, I should be clicking out of the top of my mouth right now. LOL. Like, what the Because f- that's not racist, that's, right? Yeah. What? It, it just makes no like, sense. Like,
1: I would say, I don't know about most, but there's a whole lot of African countries, especially in the north, that are Muslim, and they speak uh, fucking Arabic. There's, uh, Egypt is in Africa they don't fucking speak. They don't, there's nothing... There's, that's such a small, tiny population in Africa. Yeah. She's as duped as the people... She's still duped. She thinks she's like woke up out of the Matrix and she's realizing like, oh, this is so fucked up. Like how, how this works and like all this shit. She's still inside. It's she's like, la- it's like inside. a
0: layered Matrix. She woke up out of the one thing and now into the next. Oh,
1: and there goes the fire department. Wow, because this
0: this is a hot conversation. <laughs>
1: I feel like every time we record, they have a fucking fire around here. Yeah, it's been, uh, ever since, like, New Year's, which, by the way, Happy New Year's. Happy New Year. And even, I don't know, I would say even Christmas. Fuck, man, that's a bad this one. This is, this is terrible. It's a bad one. Hey, shout out to my dead homies. Don't they know we're recording? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I heard a funny story that when they were, uh, talking about the, uh, the Constitution, I think, in Philly, they, uh, it was so hot, right, because it was July, um, that they wanted to have the windows open. But they didn't want the the sound of, like, the city and the horses to um, distract them to distract from the, the Constitution. So I think they, like, cleared the, the whole area or they, like, put manure down on the street so it would be quiet or something ridiculous. Like, Damn. they did something ridiculous just so that they could have the windows open and it would still be quiet. Imagine that. Just Ben Franklin directing traffic.
0: <laughs> uh, excuse me, guys. Hey, hey, you're going to have to not come down this street right now. Um,
1: uh, we're talking about uh, very important topics. <laughs> uh, your future, your kid's future. Uh, take 6th Street. like. <laughs>
0: I, I watched a documentary about Ben Franklin the other day. My friend was on it. Um, they're doing this series in Philadelphia, uh, a weekly series or a monthly series about the history of Philadelphia. And That's my, cool. My friend was on He played a slave. Um, <laughs> nice. Yeah, so check it out. 6ABC. I forget what it's called. The Spark or something like that. The Spark. Ben Franklin's Spark. But I didn't realize that that guy was crazy Yeah. Uh, in a lot of ways. And, and when I mean crazy, he did a lot of shit that was... N- Insane. Like, he wasn't really a good person, I would say. He was yeah. more so a businessman who was he, – he would be the – the word hustler yeah, comes yeah, to mind.
1: Benjamin Franklin, just like Thomas Edison, yeah. they're both. They're hustlers, dude. All those, like, American uh Enlightenment era dudes, they're all hustlers, man. They yeah. were all hustlers.
0: Well, first of all, when he gets to Philadelphia, he is an escaped indentured servant. And he's nice. just like, well, Philadelphia is pretty new. Nobody's going to look for me here. <laughs> comes to Philadelphia <laughs> – and then he starts the uh, he starts a fire the first fire department. But then he not only did that, he starts the first fire department because most I think most of the houses are made of wood and shit, so they mm. needed somebody to like they were having terrible fires and things were just burning down yeah. and blah blah
1: blah. I've heard that though that the reason why the fire situation was out of control, which it shouldn't have been because all the homes it was code that you had to build brick homes in Philly because they saw what happened in Boston mm. and they were like, fuck that, you're building your homes out of brick so our whole city doesn't burn down in yeah. case one of you idiots starts a fire. But, but fires still happen. What happened was that they had um, um, paid fire uh, companies or uh, like volunteer, sorry, but they would only um, they would only service like a certain area. Oh, like so it'd a be block. like, a, yeah, it'd be like, oh, like my block and my neighbor's houses, they go on fire. Like I call the boys up, you know yeah. what I mean? And so most of the other city, I call the boys up and be like,
0: hey, yo, My house is on fire! Like, <laughs> <laughs> Grab the buckets! <laughs> But he also did the light. He invented the lightning rod, so that when lightning would hit a house, it would go onto this metal thing and it wouldn't it wouldn't burn the house. He created the first newspaper, but the newspaper went throughout the entire Northeast, basically Mm. all the way down to Jamaica. That's
1: crazy. I didn't know that to Jamaica. That's insane. They were
0: getting the papers from Philadelphia in fucking Jamaica. Obviously, they're probably a day or something late, but
1: yeah. But like, I'm, I'm thinking, why? What was so interesting to Jamaicans about the Philadelphia Inquirer? I don't know. I have no idea. Let's read about Philadelphia today, my <laughs> <life>. <laughs> Well, then, so then he
0: even had this, this crazy situation, which I didn't know. So basically, when, when like, Pennsylvania was, you know, new, was still the colonies, uh, somebody signed a piece of paper, as, as white people often Love did back it. then, where <laughs> they were just like, hey, by the way, all this land you're living on is ours now. Check the paper. I signed it. <laughs> I signed it myself. <laughs> it says, this is all mine. <laughs> forever but, well they were having problems with the native americans because the native americans were like hey fuck my you uh, like where am i supposed yeah, I've to have been living here for 700 years <laughs> so there were big fights on the outskirts and uh people were like there was massacres and stuff i remember there was this one group on the outside of philadelphia they were out in the country uh which you know was pretty much the same pennsylvania we live in now yeah. and like, like you go outside of philadelphia and it's like bumblefuck you yeah. know what i mean but, uh so these guys just, like, decided on their own to go out and just, like, attack and rape and pillage all these Native American communities, right? And they were just, they were like, fuck the Native Americans. We need to get them out of Philly. So they go, like, this militia goes to Philadelphia with the intent of, like, we're going to fuck some shit up. Because they wanted to kick all the Native American residents out of Philadelphia. Now, at this point, Benjamin Franklin also had created the first, like, militia in Philadelphia nice. to be like, Fuck it's that! Right. So these militias meet up, and they're like, "Fuck you, dog!" Like, like it's popping off. And Ben Franklin's like, "Whoa, everybody, relax. I fucking got this." He goes up to the guy. He's like, "Yo, what's your deal, man?" And the guy's like, "Fuck all the Native Americans. We want them out of Philadelphia." And Ben Franklin, being the amazing fucking orator that he was, or you know, communicator, he's like, "Hey, listen, buddy, work. Right? I'm not gonna do that, but." Put it in the paper, <laughs> <laughs> and he stopped them from fighting. And he had to—I don't know—I was—I was pretty blown Let's away. I'll sign this paper now. How crazy he was, yeah. But he was also like an attention freak. He loved being the center of attention. Yeah, which makes sense. I mean, people who are that smart or that—you know—business savvy. Yeah, he also cheated be, on his wife many, many oh, times. Oh yeah, over. he was full of syphilis.
1: Yeah, he was one of those chock- guys. Full of it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Gross. Oh, Ben Franklin. Yeah, I think it's funny, man, because. I've heard recently a lot of, especially on Facebook and passed around, of articles like, oh, this great human person in the past is actually not perfect. Like Martin Luther King, like, oh, it turns out like they have those tapes where he's cheating on his wife. And Gandhi, like, did some weird perverted shit with young girls. Like, you know, look, these guys are fucking assholes too. And it's like, well, I mean, they're human. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. They're human. Well, it's like the realization that Azalea Banks is coming to. Oh, my God. The world is not black and white. What? Do you but I mean? want it to be. Like. People, people don't, people make that weird assumption where they, they, they look at the world around them now and they're like, oh, things are fucked up. They don't assume that that was the way it was always or that some people were infallible. There's no, there's no, there's never been a God on this planet. I mean, that might offend people because they're like, well, what about Jesus? But like, like yeah, let's be really, probably wasn't. Probably, was, probably it was just a dude.
1: Yeah. I mean, but even, even if you, believe in the whole Christian story, he was fully human. That's part of the Christian doctrine. So he was human.
0: Yeah, I'm learning things today.
1: Yeah, he was fully human Muscles, and fully God. And he
0: was fully human. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> I thought in the Christian story, he's like the son of God, though. That he is he, that, that wouldn't make you 100 percent You gotta be like Hercules. No, see, you gotta that's, be like part that, God.
1: No, see? That's the amazing thing about Jesus, right? The story before that was the Hercules or the Gilgamesh, where you're half God, half human. Jesus was both human and God at the same time. That's crazy, man. Mind blowing, man. <laughs> it's mind blown man. It's crazy. Pick one. He did, man. That's why. On the cross, he was like, oh, I'm done being human. This shit <laughs> sucks. <laughs> but I'll be back. I'll be back 2,000, 4,000, 15,000 years No, a Who couple knows? days, man. I'll be back. I'm going to push that true. stone out of the way. Three of those crazy holes in my hand. And then <laughs> after 56 days, I'll bounce. And I'll bounce, yeah. You know what's fucked up? After three days, he came back and his apostles, which were supposed to be his, like his boys that he was roaming around with, they didn't even recognize him until he was about to leave. Like he had dinner with them, everything. They were like, they were like, yeah, come on in, stranger. You strange fuck, get in here." And then they were like, "Oh, oh, Je- is it? Was that Jesus?" He was like, just wearing one of those uh those
0: fake mustache noses. <laughs> 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 he was like, "Oh, he told like Mary Magdalene. He's like, yo, Mary, yo, you're not even fucking believe this. I'm gonna fucking just go and eat dinner with a dude. They're not even gonna fucking know. <laughs> They're not gonna
1: know. Yeah, man." apostles they were pretty dumb actually if you you read the bible like a lot of the shit they were always like oh jesus like these children are here like i'll get them away from you and jesus was like what the have you not been listening to every anything i said like Bring the children to me. Like, the children of the fucking future, you idiot. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they were constantly fucking up. They keep
0: showing up with, like, golden idols, giving them to them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, guys. Fuck. He's
0: like, I was very specific. You had one
1: job. No golden calves. It's been 2,000 years. (sighs) Yeah, Dude, speaking of of 2,000 years, it's 2015 now, man. It's fucking crazy. I just had the realization that it's no longer safe for me at all to be like, oh, 20 years ago was about 1980. Because 20 years ago was 1995. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit, dude. I had that
0: thought today, too. Because I'm, I'm going to turn 24 in a few months. And I was like, 20 years ago, I was alive. <laughs> I, I, I would have been alive for a little bit already. I, 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 some, I some My sister sent me a picture of me when I was a little kid. And I was like, wow, oh, this picture is like 20 years old. That's, That's crazy. crazy to me. Yeah,
1: I'm not used to saying like, oh, yeah, I remember 20 years ago. Like That still, to me, feels like... Oh, yeah, that was like way before I was born, right? Like yeah, 20 years ago? Yeah. Like that's way, that was way long ago.
0: Well, now I'm thinking too, because I was thinking about, oh, 23. Hmm. So 17 years, I'll be 40. Well, 17 years is a big part of my life, but is it just going to feel super fast, man? Because I'm so used to this now. I've gotten into the groove of living. Is, is life just going to fucking go through the hourglass really fast, or is it going to mm. slow down at any point? Because right now, it seems like it's going super fucking fast.
1: Yeah. I feel you on that. My, I, I don't know, man. I've heard – I've heard it go – most of the time I've heard people say like, oh, it goes so fast, man. Like, it goes so fast. But those are the people usually who are successful. Oh, man. Like, I just looked up and I was 40 and shit was great. Maybe. Or maybe it was like I looked up and it, I was 40 and fuck it. And everything sucked. <laughs> yeah. That was what my, my started hurting and I realized I was 40 and that was it. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I've actually heard that story too. I've fuck, heard that man. story
0: over and over again, especially in my family of people being like, oh, boy. Oh, man. My aunt was talking to me about that yesterday. She gave me a call, and she was talking about it. She's 47. She's, like, joking about being unemployed and stuff, and, she, you know, I didn't want to say, like, oh, we're in the same position. Yeah. <laughs>
1: oh, you're 24 years ahead of me, but we're right in the same boat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know, man. I think a lot of it is just not getting stuck, too. I feel like a lot of the people who say that, they they get stuck, and then they're doing a job they don't like or they hate their life for 20 years and they're just trying to like make it to the next day. And then they realize like, Oh shit. Like I spent way too much time just making it. You know what I mean?
0: Well, I think people don't have a good perspective on the fact that they're actually going to die. Like it seems like it's never going to happen to them. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like there's this illusion that like, Oh, you know, I'm just living my life and Oh, I got a long time for I even have to think about that a long time yeah. before I'm 70, but you could go any day. You could go any year it does. You could get hit by a car. I've almost gotten hit by cars like three times this week where I'm like, ooh, I could have just died. I could have just died now. It's crazy. Um And one time it was my fault. I was crossing the street at the <laughs> wrong time. I was like waiting for the red so I could cross. I don't know <laughs> what happened. Oh, uh, red light. Great. I was in go. the middle of the street and I was like, oh, shit. I wasn't paying attention. I could die now. <laughs> Great. But like, I, like my mom, I had, a, I had that conversation with her now because she's a couple years away from – retiring at this point and i said well what are you going to do after you retire and she was like oh i don't know i haven't even thought about that and i was like well do you want to travel because she's never left the country and i said well do you want to like go to europe or something and she's like ah i don't know like i'm a little bit scared to go traveling on my own you know blah 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 and i and i said this to her i said don't you want to go before you know like time's up (laughs) and she was like what What do you mean? I was like, well, you're not getting any younger, mom. Like, you you know, after you're (coughs) retired, that's usually when you just live out the rest of your life until you die, right? You know, she was like,
1: well, like she hadn't even considered that. You don't realize that that's the phase of your life you're moving into? I mean,
0: she's in her 50s, so, you know. This is the time when people start dropping, really. From now on, like, you know, once you, 50s and 60s, you're sort of comfortable because you're like, oh, you know, I'm still functional, but 70s, 80s, that's when you're expected to go pretty much at this point.
1: 77, I think, for women? 74 for men? Well, we have a lot of old
0: ladies in our family, so she'll probably be up to maybe 90-ish, you know. Maybe if she takes care of herself. If she takes care of herself, which, you know.
1: I don't know. She
0: has a lot of stress going on. But not to, not to just talk about my mom this whole time, but but that's a realization that I've had, uh, especially after getting out of college. Because I think that the track that they set up for you when you're a kid is like, oh, well, you know, I'm in first grade now. Oh, I'm in second grade. I'm in third grade. And then like, oh, well, you know, then I'll go to high school and then I'll go to college. Right. And then, you know, whatever happens after there, I have no fucking idea. Then I'll get
1: a job. Oh, like, then I'll
0: get a job. just shake a hand and I'll be a business owner in like three weeks, you yeah. know. But now that I'm out of college, it's sort of like, ooh, well, what is next? Yeah, right? like, yeah. You know, like, or like, hmm, now I'm in a point in my life where I can actually consider the fact that this is going to come to an end. Because when you're in school, it's sort of mindless. At least it was for me, where you're just going through the motions because you have to. There's no choice. You have to go to grade school. You have mm-hmm. to go to high school. And in my mind, I had to go to college. I didn't really have to go to college. You kind of had to go to college. I mean, you kind of had to go to college.
1: Pretty much. I mean, what you, you had to go to college. Yeah, it, that sucks too because, you know. that's, and that's the thing because in school, you put you on such a short time frame. You're just thinking like, oh, well, next year I'll be in this grade. Next year it's this. And next year it's, it's the tests and then it's the, the applications and then it's the new school. And then it's the, the new school first semester. I can just focus on that. And then it's the, the sophomore year and then it's the junior year and then it's the senior year. And then, and then it's grad school, I guess. I, do I keep going on this path or, you know, traditionally after college was a job – but you can hear the horror stories from all the people who graduated a couple years ago that they're still not finding jobs, the same major as you, got better grades, etc. And, you know, so is it, do you put yourself in more debt and go to master, to get your master's or do you, uh. And that's a big chance too. Yeah. Cause you're, a big you're, chance. you're hoping that it's going to pay off.
0: You're hoping that getting yeah. your master's is going to somehow work out for you. You know and what I mean? And if you can even fucking make it,
1: cause master, getting your master's is tough, man. It's like work. Yeah. Know? It's like actual fucking work. Yeah. I mean, it's not. Terrible, cause I'm, I'm taking, uh, some classes now, but it's not the worst, but it's, it's just extra work.
0: Well, they told us when we were senior year in college, they told us that expect to be unemployed for s- at least six months.
1: Yeah. Which Why is, is that but, the case? But that's bullshit because your government, the government's federal loans, which everyone fucking has because it, no one would be able to afford school without them. They only give you six months of leeway between when you graduate And when you're expected to start paying that bill back and how are you supposed to start paying that 100, 200, 300, $400 a month back or whatever it is, if you just got a job that month, like you you haven't even got a paycheck yet, but there you're supposed to have a place to live by now, or maybe you're supposed to still live with your parents, but fuck that. It's just not a well planned out system. It's it's got fucking leaky spots all over the place, loopholes and fucking short circuits and shit. The education system's fucked, man. Oh yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And I I don't know.
0: I don't know what's going to happen going forward. I mean, none of us do. But I, I think that it helps to be aware of the fact that you're going to die. Yeah. It puts things in perspective. Yeah. It gives you like a little bit of a... Hey, you want some motivation? Understand that whatever you want to do, you have to do it right fucking now. Or at least, you know, do something. Because... It's going to end. Right. It's ended for everybody else who's now just a page in a history book. You know what I mean? And to just assume that you can just, you know, keep going along with the norm
1: forever and it's all just going to work out. Keep I mean, putting things off and be like, oh, well, you know, I did want to go to France, but I'm, I, I, I'm not in the best spot now. You know, I'll, I'll wait until, you know, Yeah, the, when, when will
0: you be? Because, I right. mean, in, in my mom's case, she's, you know, in her 50s, but... Is it going to be easier to travel in your sixties? No, it's going to be way harder. It's going to get—it's right. just going to get increasingly more difficult from now on because she's getting older. And right. it, it's—you know—when you get older, there's challenges. And I know a lot of old people who just like don't like to leave their house because there's like physical shit that they right. have to worry about. They have to it's worry. It's much about, like, more comfortable to stay am inside. The pee somewhere? Am I going
1: to get <laughs> lost? Am I going to trip and break my fucking hip? Right. Oh my god. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Life is crazy, man. Life is crazy, which is why. I just try to get. I try to do shit now. I'm I'm all about doing shit. You know, I don't like sitting around waiting. It just feels feels like a waste. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it, it's like you said, every minute that you want to do something but you put it off, it just gets harder. You have less time to do it. Yeah. If you think about it that way. Every second you wait, you literally have less time in your life to get all the shit done that you want to get done.
0: Yeah. That being said, I mean like. You can only work from, from now until then. You know what I mean? So don't worry about all the shit that happened beforehand because you can't do anything about that now. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, learn from it again,
1: but don't get, don't get stressed out about it. Azalea yeah. Banks. You know what
0: I mean? What Kendrick Lamar is saying is figure out stuff from the inside
1: and work forward. Better yourself. Right. That way we can fix this problem. Because then when you read that textbook and it gives you wrong information, you can say like, Oh, that doesn't sit right with me. Like, let me. Let me think about this. Let me go look into this. And you're not surprised 10 years later when someone explains to you that the history book you read was wrong. You yeah. know what it kind of, you kind of are like, well, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. Like, this isn't mind blowing in any kind of way because, you know, I'm, I'm fine with myself. I still know who I am and what I'm doing here. This just changes how I see, you know, the, the outside world essentially. Mm-hmm. And let me just revamp what that means for me. But I don't, this, Azalea Banks, thing, man. The thing that bothers me the most is that she's not just speaking for herself. You know what I mean? I think that's really what gets me is that she feels comfortable speaking for all black people be- just because a couple of them retweeted her shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's this, fucking bullshit. It's man. Outrageous, man. Really you know what I always true. think? I always try to think, uh, you know, if I'm writing something down or, like, recording something or something's going to last after I'm dead, possibly, I always try to, like, let me let me be clear. And the thing that made me think about that this week was... I was writing the date like it was like 1, 6, 15 and I looked at that and I was like Ah oh, man, that that two digit year, man, that's pretty uh pretty vague. <laughs> it could be nineteen fifteen. <laughs> so then I swear to God, everything I labeled after that, I was like one six two thousand fifteen. Like just in case some alien finds this six thousand years later, he can be like, oh, this one's from two thousand fifteen, not
0: nineteen fifteen. Well, that's I mean that that is the idea that I had behind this podcast show and like the, the title conversations for my grandkids. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a sweet title, but then we're like, yeah, pussy! Or, you know, or <laughs> yeah. saying all this messed up shit. But I, I want to be very clear about how I feel at this point in time so that mm-hmm. if someone were to find this in the future, specifically people who are related to me, because mm-hmm. I imagine they're probably going to have similar thoughts or experiences that I do. Because I think they're, I mean, if it's not genetic, there are learned experiences there that are passed down from family to family. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like a lot yeah. of the issues that I'm dealing with I talked to my dad and he's done this, he's gone through the yeah. same stuff and he's, not all of it's been resolved. Not all of it's ever been resolved. And some of that, I haven't resolved it either, but maybe if I have some sort of like, this is where I approached it, mm-hmm. maybe a future me, you know,
1: whatever it like, Wow. I also am feeling like, that's weird. Like, okay, but you know, my uncle James is kind of fucking weird now. What happened there? Like, yeah. well, let me not make uh, the same mistake. Steve, <laughs> you don't want to be like him. Let <laughs> me know what he was talking about. Yeah. But I, I'm totally down, man. I want uh I want anyone really, but especially, you know, grandkids kind of puts it close to your heart, is uh like you you know, you want people to be able to listen and, and hear like what were people actually like? Like what were they actually talking about, what were they actually thinking about? And I really like this whole podcasting like boom, because you just have a bunch of people recording their experiences and recording their thoughts on a mass scale, and the ones that um, get repeated the most, essentially, I guess, are kind of you can kind of put your finger on what this what society is kind of worried about, and what people are talking about, because it might be a hundred years from now that our grandkids and great grandkids or whatever society is just so drastically different that they'll listen to this and say, I can't believe all this crazy shit that they had to deal with. I can't believe that they were so caught up about you know black versus white in two thousand fifteen when they had already made such uh, strides in like the 60s you know what i mean like i can't believe that it was there was such a weird um reversion in, in a lot of ways as the years went on because maybe they'll solve shit you know they'll grow up in a time where there were even less problems than we have now worldwide and within the country and they'll just be flabbergasted on the other hand they might go revert even further back and hear our shit and be like wow these guys didn't give a fuck what they said like I can't imagine saying curse words out loud mm-hmm. and, and with a microphone open. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I But I think it's valuable because the experiences that meant the most to me always, um, or I guess the anecdotes, uh, were the ones where people were like, listen, I was shitting myself with fear. Like the embarrassing things that people don't often say. Like, give me the real story. Like, what were you actually going through? Because I can relate to that. Because if I'm climbing a, a, a mountain, I'll probably feel similar shit and if I can hear what how, how you dealt with it I can adopt that to how I deal with it and you know learn from it and all that kind of shit.
0: Like I am sure there's I'm sure there's recordings of this that exist. I need to look into it. This is what I'm realizing right in this moment because what I would love to learn about is how people dealt with the red scare because they mm. or or even even further back the, the Salem Witch Trials. If you could have an audio file of these people talking about that and be like, "I'm really not a witch," they all think I'm a witch. Yeah, don't they know that only black people are witches? <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> Azalea Banks told me she uh, prophesied from the future. But because we live in a time that is very similar to that, where we are constantly trying to catch people doing the wrong thing, oh, and God, man. we're getting yeah. so upset. And, and I watched a I watched a monologue uh SNL monologue that Chris Rock did like a, a year ago or 2 years ago mm-hmm. or something and it was it was really really funny and very smart but the the crowd was very uncomfortable and all the com- all the comments were just like I can't believe he fucking said this what he said was he basically said that um he was like saying that the new tower that they built in New York in tribute to the September 11th you know mm-hmm. Whatever that was. Disaster. Yeah. Uh, he was like, I'm never gonna go in that building. There's no, why? I'm not ever gonna get caught in that building. I'm never gonna go to the Boston <laughs> Marathon. He was like, I'm just not, there's some things I'm just not gonna do. Yeah. And the crowd was like, ooh,
1: like, ah, ooh, but like, it's true. I mean, what the fuck? Like, it's a little scary now to be in public places. And, you know, but they're all like, Chris reaction.
0: Rock, you took it too far. Don't joke about that. My grandfather saw it on the news and he got very upset.
1: If you disagree, then disagree. You don't have to fucking yell at him. He's already... He already formulated his opinion. I'm not going to be in any high-target terrorist areas because this shit's scaring me, right? And that's how he's dealing with it. If you disagree, fine. Disagree. And then tell... You can even tell him. But why do people get so... Upset and they feel like they can yell at somebody and tell them how wrong they are and what, what they should think and how they should feel. And they think, they, they
0: think just because they're upset that they're justified and that they're, like, the truth is on their side almost. Because like, they're upset. You, you can't joke about that. Well, no, you can joke about literally anything. You can't, yeah, you can.
1: You can and joke you, about anything the fuck you want. You
0: kind of should, too, honestly. Like, there should be nothing off the table ever. And if you don't like it, then fucking grow up. Just yeah. grow up. I mean, just learn to, Not take things so seriously. There's a problem with you getting so offended at what he's saying. Learn how to process information better. Like this Iggy Azalea. I mean, Iggy Azalea. This Azalea Banks thing. It upsets me, but I'm not like... Fuck you, Iggy, or Izzy, well, Azalea I Banks. <laughs> I think that's it. Yeah, you are. Yeah, I'm not. But I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to, like, write to my representative and be like, Azalea Banks should not be allowed to say what she said. I'll never go on Twitter again. I think
1: she said she's going to, she's performing at Coachella. Like, I'm never, I'm boycotting Coachella. Like, Coachella. fuck Coachella. Fuck you for letting this fucking racist piece of shit on your stage. Like, that's not what it's about. If, if, you know, someone listens to this podcast and is like, hey, I think you're wrong about Azalea Banks, I'll be like, oh, I don't think so, but you can go ahead and try and convince me. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. That's how it should be. You know what I mean? No reason to get in a fight. If Azalea Banks hits me up, I'll be like, look, I'll debate you all day, motherfucker, because you are wrong. And, but just you know, don't use any of your magic spells on me. <laughs> as long as you promise not to hypnotize me. <laughs> and turn my fucking
0: dick green or something. It's voodoo dummy. me. Oh, God, man. She yeah. doesn't even realize how fucking racist that is. Well, okay, so so it's, my problem right now with society is that there seems to be an accepted way of thinking that is it's okay to think one way, but it's not okay to think another way. And it and it seems to hide under the guise of uh, progression mm-hmm. and that we're going forward. But it, in actuality, real true progression would mean anyone could say whatever they want and it wouldn't be an issue. If yeah. a, If somebody comes out and says the N-word, you know what I mean? Yeah. They, they shouldn't get fired for it. They should, people should be like, fuck you,
1: man. Yeah. Or, or maybe, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, I think it depends on the on the situation, obviously, but like, I, I think, I, I, I'm trying to think of a good example, because there's been a lot of examples of people saying shit that, even if it's racist, even if it's, you know, this, that, or the other, if it's their opinion and they're public speaking or public speaker, um, I think they should be able to say it. You know what I mean? They should be able to say whatever the fuck they want. Okay,
0: so I'll bring this up now, man, because this is this is relevant now. Now they have a great segue. Uh, so I made an I made an argument with someone about transgendered people. All right, and tricky topic, very tricky topic. But I I said it in such a polite way, and I and I and I formulated my thoughts. And I, it's not hate speech to disagree with something. So right. basically, what I said was, I don't understand. Transgendered people. I don't. And it's not, I don't hate them, and I'm not scared of them. Mm -hmm. I just don't understand the scientific mechanics behind it. Yeah, yeah, maybe there is data that proves that it is something that happens from birth. You know what I mean? But I'm not, I'm ignorant of those facts. I am. So what I said, saying all that, I said, I am not at the point where I am able to say it's not A mental disorder right because because they have a very high suicide rate and they have you know I I read this one study that said you know a lot of people who do become transgendered have a history of abuse and like you know Mm -hmm. depression and all this other shit and and and, and so really my side is also empathetic in a way that people who are just like well fuck you man it's natural how dare you because my thing is I don't want people to make snap judgments that they regret which causes more pain in their lives I don't want them to have to kill themselves because they don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. if it's and if it's if it's something that can be worked out before they make that, you know what I mean? I, I want them to be absolutely one hundred percent certain that this is what they want to do. And I and I know that they have things in place for that, but I'm not sure how. You know, I right. just I'll never be comfortable with it because it doesn't. It's not a hundred percent to me. You know what I mean? There's always right. that.
1: Level of doubt, or at the very least, no one's given you a good, a solid enough argument yet. Yeah, but at the
0: same time, I'm not saying don't do it. I'm not saying fuck that they who shouldn't did have it. the right. I'm not yeah. saying you know. I'm just saying like it makes me uncomfortable. It makes me uncomfortable, Right. and that's okay to say. It's yeah, okay to yeah. be uncomfortable with it's,
1: difficult things issues. You don't understand. It, yeah. It's
0: it, it's wrong to go to hear someone say something like that, which is. You know, admitting a weakness or admitting a a issue that they have, which is what I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. Because when you really think about it, it makes me uncomfortable. It does. But I'm not scared of it. I'm not bashing them. I'm not hateful. I am just – I have concerns and questions about yeah, it. trying and, to understand. And when people open up to be
1: like, well, fuck you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got really
0: loud there. This but,
1: isn't a question. We already know what's going on. It's like, well, I mean, okay. So, that's real. So well, if you know what's going on, you tell me how this works. Oh, oh, well, they're born that way. It's not a choice. Like, blah, 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 blah. Well, where's, like, back that up. Give me a study. Give me something. Like, I, I'll believe that. I'm open to believing that. But I, what I've heard, and I agree with you in, in, in a sense, is that it's not, uh, or that there's something, there's something else going on. There's always, or it seems like it's always, it might be a symptom of something else or, or something. But if you think about the, the physical makeup of a person, If you're born male, you have the sex parts of a male. If you want to surgically alter that, you should have the right because we have the medicine and that kind of shit. But, you know, you can't convince me that being transgender is a natural state because before, you know, the 21st century probably, it it was, could, how could you even do that? I mean, you could do, I mean, I'm sure there's some crazy shit that has gone on in the past, but yeah. it's, it, it hasn't been the result. Of someone being like, I think I want to be a female. And then the being like, we know how, exactly how to do that. Take this hormone, you know, we'll cut you up and give you new parts and, you know, put you on hormone therapy. And it, you'll get as close as we can get you to, uh, you know, the, the sex that you want to be or yeah. the gender that you want to be. Yeah. Um, I think it's a, it's a really interesting topic because it goes a whole lot deeper than people really want to think about. And that's I th- that's what makes me mad about like the the social justice warrior people who are like no they they deserve rights and you sh- you can't say anything about it because they're humans too and like whoa 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 it's my Why? pussy pussy power I, I know I know like I'm not saying you shouldn't have the right and I'm not I'm not even con, you know you're not condemning the, it either you're right. not you know if you're a, an adult and that's what you want to do just make your choice you you're an adult you can do that this is America okay so then that.
0: so then to add a layer to that man when I when I brought this up I was bringing it up in. Uh, reference to children mm-hmm. who are transgender—that is
1: very tricky to me. Too. That
0: makes me like like transgendered adults on the scale of one to ten, ten being the most uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It's probably like a five. Yeah, you know what I mean, it yeah. makes it makes me uncomfortable, but it's not like something that I'm like, oh, you know, like fuck you, or whatever, whatever. Transgendered children takes it up a, h- a whole other notch yeah. to me, where I'm just like, I don't, I don't like that. I don't yeah. like it because hormones. Come into play in your teens, right? Yeah. I mean, all throughout your life, but
1: definitely major in the teens. There's a
0: major change there, right? right?
1: So, like, in terms of like sexual drives, like motivations, the way, like, the way your brain develops around your teens, all that shit starts to really take off. And a
0: lot of the cases I've seen, the parents are way too quick to be like, Oh, you like pink? Well, you must want to be a girl then. So yeah, I'm going to dress you like a girl and I'm going to, you're a girl because I always wanted a daughter. Mean, I mean, whatever, way too no, no big deal. Way too excited. And, and that makes me uncomfortable too because kids say whatever. Kids could be like, oh, you know, I want to be a girl. Yeah. Oh, you want to be a girl? Okay. Well, I'm going to dress you and put you in a dress and send you this yeah. and, and, and even if that is the case, if they want to wear dresses at home, that's fine. And, I, and again, I know it contradicts itself because I don't want to tell anybody what to do. I was just saying, the argument that I was making was if I was a parent and my child told me he was transgendered, or my
1: like your daughter, six-year-old
0: my six-year-old my i want to be a girl
1: daddy like, i'd be
0: like all right well sit on that thought we're gonna wait a little while and if you want to wear dresses at home and shit i see how it
1: feels go here, for it
0: yeah you know what i mean but i'm not gonna but
1: when we go to the when we go to the store you're gonna wear jeans and a t-shirt because that's what people expect boys to wear and you're a boy and if you want to be a girl know that that's possible in the future but just sit on it for a while. I'm just asking you to think about it. No, yeah. let's not make any rash decisions. Because if I make that, if I start
0: giving him, you know, hormone pills and stuff when he's a kid, like estrogen or whatever, yeah. like he's going to make the change. And then he changes his mind. I'll well, be giving this kid estrogen for like five years. Yeah. And now, you know, it's it's really tricky to me, and it and it makes me super uncomfortable. But again, I'm not saying fuck those kids or fuck right. those parents. I'm just saying like, whoa, guys, right. Maybe
1: we should think about this introducing hormones to kids. And um, uh, kind of encouraging behavior that automatically sets uh, – makes marginalizes them in yeah. society. It, it kind of – you know, I, that's where I also – I agree. We have to be really careful about what we're – what we believe and what we know about the issue. And I mean f- just from like a philosophical almost point of view, the whole idea of sex, right, male and female is physiological. It's – you have a penis or a vagina – And of course, there's always gray areas and exceptional cases, but 99% of humans either have a penis or a vagina and they have, you know, the the innards and outers of a man or they have the innards and outers of a of a woman when they're born, right? But then there's this whole idea of gender, which is separate. It has nothing to do with sex. It's a societal uh, position where you have boys and girls and boys means that you're supposed to act this way and girls means that you're supposed to act that way. It's not just you're born as a child and then, you know we figure it out from there. That's not how our society works. Is that how society should work? Maybe. Maybe that's what we're going towards where this whole idea of gender genderized roles is um, kind of primal and, and we don't really need it anymore, but we're still not set up for that infrastructure. And it's we need to be careful while we're figuring it out right. because you run the chance of having your six-year-old boy watch a princess movie and be like, oh, I really like that princess. Like, it would be cool if I was a girl. And then he says that and gets, uh, you know, gets this idea in his head like, oh, I want to be just like the princess. And then mom is really excited because, you know, oh, I have like a little gay son or like a transgender son. And that's fucking dope because we're progressive and we're we, we are all for, the, you know, the rights of the transgender people. And then when he's eight after, you know, a year of hormone therapy and all this shit, now he's not even the same kid to be able to say like, Nah, I'm actually done being a girl or like done with this process because the process has already started. The, the changes have already been made. And even from a behavioral standpoint, if you dress your son in pink all the time uh, and and encourage like dresses and makeup and all that kind of stuff, it it has like a cycle. Psycho- that itself has a psychological effect. And it could be enough to just be like, well, I guess I'm just supposed to do this now. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm not even saying that that's like normal and that's what happens, but that's the fear. And I haven't heard any good arguments or evidence that that doesn't happen or that that's not, you know, a, a, a likely possibility. I haven't heard anything where they're like, oh, no, by seven, like you'd be surprised. Like kids know what gender they want to be. And, you know, almost to a 100 percent where if at seven years old, they say I want to be a girl. They want to be a girl. I haven't heard that study. I haven't heard anything like that. And if there is a study like that, I'd like to hear it. I want yeah. to know more about and this. I'm but
0: totally open to the fact that I could just be missing something. I could have yeah. not seen it. Maybe it, it, maybe I'm totally out on the on the outside. But then in, in that case, when I bring this up to people, don't laugh or say like, "Oh, that dude, you're you're totally wrong," or like that. That's that's a terrible thing to say because it's not a, it's not a terrible thing to say. It's, right. There's empathy in both cases, but I think. And, and I'm not to, you know, prop myself up here, but that line of thinking has almost more empathy because it's taking into consideration the fact that, like, well, we have to be absolutely positive yeah. about this. Because the the idea of this, like, progression throughout time, that everything we're going to do is pro- progressive, we're going to – everything is is getting better, which a lot of things are getting a lot better. But this overarching acceptance of everything everybody does all the time, if you don't accept them, you're – fucking terrible mm-hmm. is crazy yeah. because because you brought up to me before about the kid in your class who or not anymore but used to teach and there was a kid uh, who used to just piss himself every day yeah and everyone just had to accept it because there's not there's a no bullying thing but then yeah. but,
1: but then that's hurting him right because he pissed himself every day his entire second grade year and he, i mean not to say that i think every kid should get bullied but like a little bit of bullying in a very, very, uh, almost like a, um, what do you call those things? Like a vaccination, right? Like a small amount of bullying to be like, yo, Ian, you smell like piss, dude. I don't even want to sit next to you. If you say that kid, that to that kid, he, he doesn't piss himself for the rest of the year. Maybe he loses control once or twice and, you know, feels really bad about it because of what the kid said last time. But a little, a tiny bit of like, yo, that's not okay, dude. Like, I think that's helpful for kids because when you, the older you get, the less acceptable it is to piss yourself. And the sooner you learn it, the better for your overall...
0: But fuck thing. society, man. Fuck society's rules. Fuck gender roles. I guess, man. I really... Like... And then I had this... I had someone uh, say something to me that I perceived as sort of an insult. I'm not sure if it was. And I, I would it bother me a little bit. But basically what they said was that I, I get stuck on my first opinion of things. Which I think is incorrect in this case because I had, I was on their side of things for a very long time mm-hmm. where it was like, yes, everything is fine. It's totally cool. I'm not even going to think about it. If your kid wants to be transgender and you don't let them, fuck you. Like, that's terrible. But then I thought, or, or anything like that. I, right. the, nothing is black and white. And that, that argument to me is such a black and white answer that doesn't really fit into the way things actually work in life. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Just, just blanket acceptance of everything or blanket you know, being like, well, this is what it is. It's
1: like, oh, well, like, Ken and Shelly, like, they raised their boy to be a girl. Like, let's accept, like, they're doing great. Like, he's seven. He looks like a girl. Like, fantastic. Like, let's support them. Like, all that shit. It's like, well, can we have a conversation with the parents first to, like, see what they said to the kid? Like, how that thing, how that whole conversation happened? Did they talk to a doctor? Did they talk to a child psychologist? You know, what, did they, did they take all these steps before they allowed or and supported their kid to change their gender? And how old is that? You know, acceptable.
0: And let me and let me clarify acceptance because there's multiple different types of acceptance. The acceptance I'm talking about is not the. Ex- I will accept people no matter what because right. that's what I right. want right. to do. That's the kind of person. That's I the goal. Be. Yeah. So even if this kid is transgendered and he makes a change and his parents do it at age five or whatever, I'm not going to be like, ew, gross. I'm just going to be like, right. yo, what's up, like whoever. Yeah. You know what I mean? I will. If you identify as something or you say you're this or you say you're that. You know, I'm not going to be like, what's up, Cassius Clay? And like, yeah. you know, no, my name is Muhammad Ali. Like, fuck you. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know? like, yeah. I'm not going to do that kind of shit. But I don't want to just assume that everything's right all the time. I'm questioning
1: things. And right. There should not there should never be a time where questioning something is evil. I agree. I agree. In any case. Because I've known transgender kids. And I'm sure if you met a transgender kid, you'd be like, oh, what's your name? Like, oh, Ashley. And in the back of your mind, you might even think like, "Ah, oh, you're... You're kind of masculine. You're like, whatever, Ashley. And then you find out that she's transgendered. And it's like, okay, well, that's interesting. And it might take a second to get past that because there aren't that many transgender people around even to be friends with that you can get used to that, you know, being a part of the conversation. But after you get past it, it's like, oh, well, you're just a person. You're just a mm-hmm. person. It's not about the, the person being in the room. That's not – there's nothing wrong with that. I think what the real concern is is making sure that such a drastic – monumental uh, decision is, you know, that people really think it through. And the the person involved, the child, is really sure that they want to do that. And I don't think there's any way to really be sure that a child is sure about something before a certain age. And I think six is too young. Eight is too young. Even like third, fourth grade is probably too young, in, in my opinion, for a kid to say, I want to be a different gender. And for uh, the, the parents and everyone to automatically like, okay, well, then you're a girl now. It should be like, you know, we should figure it out. And I think a lot of the the blowback, especially probably towards your comment is, uh, again, like definitions, right? I was talking about definitions before we should define how we're using a word. You said that you're not opposed to the idea that it's a mental disorder. Well, look at the word disorder, right? Disorder. Order is when everything works out well. Disorder is when things something's not right. Mental disorder. There's something in your mind that's not functioning right. And if you're a kid who has, is born with the male parts or female parts and wants the other set of parts and wants the other gender role, there's something in their mind that isn't, it's not adding up. They're saying like, I was born this way, but I want to be a different way. That is a disorder. There's something wrong with that system. And it doesn't have to mean it's like a disease and it's terrible and it's bad, but let's call it what it is. Most people, uh, for one reason or another don't want to be the other gender. I'm fine being a man. You know what I mean? I'll be a man until I die and I'm fine with that. Are women dope? Absolutely. Do I want to be a woman? Not really. You know what I mean? I don't. And it's not because I don't, I don't value women. It's just because I'm fine being a man. So the the fact that most people are okay with this boy, girl, man, woman scheme means that the other people by definition are not are, there's something wrong? They don't fit in that system. That's the disorder. They don't fit in the system. Is it wrong that they exist? No. Let's figure out what the fuck is actually going on here. Is it a result of our system being fucked up? Yeah. Is it a, a, a genetics thing? Is it a mental thing? Is it a societal thing? Like what what's going on that this weird uh, like outlier is happening?
0: It's, it's, I think it's also an emotional response from, from the, the people who hear that as well. Cause, it, it, cause they hear disorder and they go like, they have that emotional connection to the word disorder or something or like strange. But mm-hmm. like, if you are the outlier or a minority in a specific set of, you know, examples, you are inherently strange.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not, it's not a judgment call on strange. It's, it's not it's a judgment call definition. on disorder. It's by definition. It's by definition. I used to tell my
1: kids all the time in first and second grade, they used to say, they, I used to do goofy shit. Because I do goofy shit with everyone and kind of, like, random, like, just to see how people react. Because you can learn a lot about people when you surprise them, how they react to surprise, especially kids. And I would do some real goofy shit, draw something really funny on their page or something. And they would say, oh, Teacher Adam, you're weird, right? And they say it how they've heard it being said as almost almost a, a negative kind of thing. Like, you're weird. Like, I don't understand you. Like, But I'll go back and be like, yeah, I am weird. You wouldn't like me as much if I wasn't weird. You wouldn't like me as much if I didn't draw silly things and I didn't do silly things, right? I would be boring. So I'm proud to be weird and so should you. I think you're weird. You're not like any other kid in this classroom. You're weird. But it's cool. I like you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I said that to all of them. Anytime they said you're weird. Because it's – you know, that's really the thing is it's it's a weird like paradox. The people who are saying – A weird how? (laughs) (laughs) Because the people who are so mad at you for for analyzing the distinction between – the unique person and the average person, they're like, well, why are you making it? Why are you even pointing out that there's something uh, different about them? Because there's something fucking different about them, and it's okay. There's something different about don't, transgender. Don't kids. put don't put things in categories. I, that
0: makes me so yeah. angry. Because the whole reason we put things in categories is to make them simpler for us to identify. It's a human thing. It's an evolutionary thing. If I just was like, oh no, everything is the same. Humans and the moon, we're all just the all, same yeah. thing.
1: We're it all was, just matter. We're all just atoms and particles, dude. Like we, th- we make distinctions in order to make
0: sense of the world to understand things. If I was just like, yeah, you know, if we only had one word for everything, you'd just be like chair. Chair, there. chair, everyone's a chair. Chair, chair, chair.
1: like yeah, like but chair also means table. It also means TV. It also it means high mean... and buy. But how the fuck does anyone know what they're talking about? That's all just chair, man. No, don't categorize things. Dude. It's just chair. We don't need words. <laughs> we don't need categories. That's the beauty of, of the human brain is its ability to categorize and notice patterns. It, it there's nothing wrong with noticing the pattern that the transgender people are the outliers, right? It's not a bad thing, but they're just out there, you know in terms of the, the sexuality or the gender um, role that they've chosen in society. Or, yeah, that they've chosen. That's a, definitely a choice. So they're the outliers. Is that wrong to say? No, it's a fact. What's wrong is to say they're the outliers, so let's push them away. And that's not what we're about at all. Yeah, We're about let's find out what the fuck is actually going on here.
0: Yeah, but we've been tricked, I think, as a society, to look for anyone who's questioning things as sort of like a... An, a, a Someone who is making a judgment call on something, and that's frustrating for me because it's a lot like, you know, nineteen eighty four or something like that, Mm -hmm. where where this there's been a restriction of freedom of speech because anyone who questions anything is somehow, you know, there to do wrong or to, to destroy something or mm-hmm. to, you know, hurt people. And that, and it's so frustrating because now you can't say things that you want to say. You can't be open and honest and we can't move forward without honesty mm-hmm. because people, if you're not being honest, then it's, it's not going to work. It's never right. going to work. If you're not being honest, it's never going to work. And if you don't understand something. Or don't people now hide their ignorance, which is fucking sweet? Because you know what's going to happen? We're going to have all these people with misconceptions and misunderstandings about how the world works or what what the reality of things are because they're afraid to ask questions and they're afraid to bring things up because with a fear of ridicule, which yeah. is so frustrating. Yeah, that's that, that. That is a great way to control people mm-hmm. is to have you know them control themselves by yeah. not letting anyone ask questions. Hey, um, it's like if a sheep was like. Hey, uh, are we heading to a meat grinder? And all the sheep are like, shut the fuck up. We're not going
1: to a meat grinder. The shepherd is up ahead. He's guiding us. Just follow his ass, dude. He, he like, knows he, what he's
0: doing. I mean, sheep. Wow. What a great example. No one's ever said God, that. That's, before. It's class, but it's, it's classic, but
1: it's, it's the same thing. Like, why do sheep all like, uh, okay. oh, okay. Oh, we're going this way now? Oh, okay. Oh, this way? This way? Okay. Okay. When they don't think like, if I like bounced out of here, like, I, I noticed that like, I haven't seen my fucking uncles, you know what I mean? In a while. Someone tells me they went to that weird big red house and didn't come back out. Yeah. It looks like I'm heading there. Maybe Ugh. it's a sick party. Fuck out.
0: <laughs> and they've just been there for two years. I was playing EDM music in there. <laughs> Loving life. Oh, God, man. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's the thing. I, I, I want to make it abundantly clear to people, or to everybody. I never wanted to hurt people. I never want to hurt people. Right. I do sometimes. We, like, we all do. Yeah, unintentionally. We make mistakes. But that's never been the goal. And but when when I get shut down or I get you know, ridiculed for asking questions or like oh no you don't know what you're talking about or blah 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 fuck you, mm-hmm. it makes me angry. It it bitters. It, it makes me bitter. It makes me, yeah. you know, hard and angry. It makes me super hard. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, I just oh, love yeah. getting denied. Yeah. Question me again. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it it, it makes me. Difficult, You know what I mean? And angry. Yeah. And that just causes more anger and hatred. It's like you can't solve violence with violence and you can't solve
1: ignorance by
0: yelling at it.
1: Yeah. At the end of the day, you're stepping out on a ledge and saying, this is my opinion. This is why I believe in this opinion. And someone else is just telling you you're wrong. That's, that's not going to work. My personal policy is, you know, my opinions are solely based on the strongest argument. I believe everything that I believe now because someone or some article or some video or my observation, I've seen, you know, what I've seen and I know what I know. That being said, if someone comes up to me and says, "Mm, the way that you've been thinking about this whole issue, try to think about it this way. Doesn't it make more sense that way? Then I'm going to say, oh yeah, that actually makes more sense than what I thought. And then I'll change my opinion to whatever whatever it is they were arguing for. And I'll just keep going. The The argument that makes the most sense, I'll just say, well, this makes the most sense. That's what I believe. All right. and if we all adopt that mentality, it'll just be a back and forth. Well, I think it might be a mental disorder, and then someone will have to challenge that and say, "Well, it's not a mental disorder because." And that's where people get tripped up because they they hear mental disorder as a um, as an insult, and it's it's not. It, that's not the insult, and they say, "Oh, you're insulting these people. Uh, I'm going to stand up for them because that's what I'm supposed to do." So I'm standing up for these people right now, and it's not a mental disorder. It's like, well, wait, like. But where's your proof, evidence? Where's your argument? What What is that based on? Is that just based on you are watching MSNBC and you you heard a tagline, uh, a hashtag uh, that you know it's a it's not a choice. You know what I mean? Like, hashtag, it's not a choice. Like, yeah, I know I know all about this issue from this one hashtag. Yeah, and it's like no, you don't, and neither do I. But at least I'm trying to figure out what's actually going on. I'm trying to fill the gaps in my knowledge. And it's
0: scary. It's scary because it is inherently scary to be different. It is. It's mm-hmm. hard. It's difficult, but we need that. And, and, and it's very frustrating too when you say something that is, I guess, a little bit controversial and then other people have the same reaction that you had of, of a fear of saying it mm-hmm. and that fear makes them react with anger or They have to prove that they do not agree with you. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? They have to prove to everyone else that, listen, no, fuck
1: that guy. Like, I definitely am not. Right, everyone? Yeah! Like, fuck Seamus! (laughs) Alright, or we could just, we could just, how about this? We just make Seamus look silly in a debate. How about that? How about we debate Seamus? Well, don't even make me look silly.
0: Just prove me wrong. I'm not being mean. I'm not being rude. I'm not raising my voice. Exactly. You know, just say like, well, no, actually, Seamus, Uh, If you look at this study, it actually proves that, you know, this is totally a thing that's happened throughout history and it's no big deal. And I'd be like, oh, crazy.
1: Oh, I I had not even seen that. That actually changes a lot. And
0: now, (laughs) now, I don't, I, my uncomfortable, you know, feeling that when I get, when I think about transgender people is Mm -hmm. gone because I understand it better. Right. Uh, You know what I mean? Yeah. The uncomfortable feeling, the the, the fact that it makes me uncomfortable is that I don't understand it. Right.
1: I don't get it. It's the fear of the unknown, which is a totally natural response. But you're, instead of doing what humans have done in the past and just killing everyone that you don't know, you're being like, wait, let me, let me, let's try to understand this real fast. You know what I mean? Which is good. And we need more information, which goes back to honesty. And if you don't mind, if we uh, switch gears here for a second, I'll I think it's it. a great, great point that honesty is really going to be the thing I think that gets us past this like current weird, like, uh, there's just so much tension in, in at, at least America, definitely around the world. And a lot of it comes from, I think, like, just keeping information from, from people. And, like, for example, our government, right? They just recently, um, released that their findings of the torture reports of, from right after 9-11, like what they did to the people they captured. And, I mean, I read, I read through it and it's like, oh, no surprises there. Like, we fucked up and did some fucked up shit. And it really wasn't, it wasn't as bad as, it's been in the past. It, it's not as bad as what some other countries do. But I, I feel like the fact that they're releasing this and and apologizing for it is good. We should be saying, like, thank you for telling me that you fucked up. Thank you. Instead of being like, fuck our government. Like, it's time to revolt. This isn't America anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because that doesn't – that just causes anger. I honestly believe that if the U.S. government leveled with with the people – to a certain degree and was like, look, these are the issues that we're really dealing with. Like the, the, the nuclear, um, bomb documentary, documentary really made me start thinking about this is that there are, uh, thousands upon thousands of nukes that are lost. There are countries who are trying to build nukes and they could blow, literally kill millions of people within seconds, right? And there are countries like Iran where, who are just, uh, Given out information, they're, you know, facilitating, um, uh, uranium, uh, deposits, you know what I mean? They're, they're giving it to other countries and, and militant groups and things like that. And it's like, well, fuck that. Because if one of these tiny militant groups or like even ISIS, ISIS yeah. if ISIS gets a nuke or five, they're, they're going to blow up New York, Los Angeles, you know, the top five big cities and they're going to kill 40 million people in a night or in a day if they do it right. Which it's not hard. It's not hard. It's not hard. With a nuke, you don't even, you have to get close. It's, yeah. it's, you know, horseshoes and hand grenades don't even compare. But, uh, if the U.S. government said like, yo guys, like, you don't understand, uh, Iran's been fucking around and, and disseminating nuclear bits to people. That's why we're really fucking around in this area. I mean, it's also the oil because look at it, guys. Like, you guys are wasteful as much as we are and we need oil uh for now we should get off this shit you know if if they just came clean i think americans would be like ah oh, i kind of see why you did what you did don't agree with all your choices but i i can understand how this shit got so weird
0: i don't know if they can be or if they feel as though they can be completely honest though because i think if they were completely honest they would lose their stranglehold on they would lose their control cuz if you're honest you lose your control you're mm-hmm. giving it up And you're being more open, and you're letting people actually see what's happening. Mm -hmm. That's not that's not going to work for them because if they were if they said like, hey, you know, we're in a lot of different countries uh, solely based on propping up the dollar, you know, Mm -hmm. people be like, well, fuck that. Like, how many people did you kill in the name of, of the
1: of money that doesn't
0: even make any sense? I don't
1: even think that I don't think that that's real. I think that's like a I think it's a good side benefit. It's a very very strong motivating factor, but I think there are like there are thousands and thousands of reasons why we're in the middle east and and why we're fucking around in all these countries and really i mean really when you look at it why does the government want control of the middle east for oil because they don't like us they fucking hate us for you know many good reasons uh they're very very angry and violent against us you know all this kind of shit and they're they're going in and, and for many reasons to try and stabilize the area does it benefit them absolutely absolutely it benefits the government but if they, I think if they, there are enough good reasons, as far as I'm concerned, for the U.S. to be in the Middle East. Is that why, do I agree with that? No. I don't think that we should be in the Middle East based on, uh, like, a, a, you know, the virtue of old America, you know, old United States, of like, let's not fuck around too much outside our own country. Um, let's just defend our own shit and we'll work together with other countries for international affairs. Um, I think that's a much, much better uh, way to go about it. But I, I could see why you would want to go into these other countries, is what I'm saying. Without, you know, any of the conspiracy kind of related theories.
0: I don't like that word, man, because I think conspiracy is a word that it's used to, uh, it's another thing that, that you're afraid of people saying something to you. So if somebody says you're a conspiracy theorist, it's like saying you're, like, you're a racist, it shuts yeah. down arguments. So I think there's probably a lot of, because conspiracy theories happen all the time. They do. Because yeah. all the conspiracy theories, or are, are conspiracies are, is more than one person coming up with a plan. Yeah. That's literally all it is. But the the terminology and the thing, it's the same reaction that people have to disorder where they're like, oh, conspiracy, like, yeah. fuck
1: you. Like, I, I'm using the word just because I know, I'm, I'm going for the connotation. I, I think conspiracy is overused and not used in, the, in a good way. But you know the type of, the, of ideas that I'm talking about when I say, like, the, the conspira- Illuminati. Like, yeah, the Illuminati. And, you know, we're only there for oil and to, to prop up the petrodollar. Like, I... Those are all very true and good reasons, but i I can't just I can't get down with that being like you know soul, that's the why they're doing thing. it, and they're lying about everything else. Like, well, no, I I think if you really looked at it and read some history books, you would actually see that. This is, you know, there are good reasons to to do what they're doing. Well, everything's
0: multifaceted, man. There's no black and white. And that is another big issue that people are. That's what are I'm saying. Really give like,
1: us the information. If you and at this point with like WikiLeaks and fucking cyber warriors and hackers and shit, like the the information's getting out. And it just
0: makes them look worse when they refuse exactly. to get it out. It makes exactly. it, what the fuck else are they
1: doing? Yep. And that's why continuous. I think now that we're the pe- people are knowing that there are a lot of secrets and we really have no fucking idea what the government's doing and why they're doing what they're doing on a day-to-day basis if you if they just were like look our shit's fucked and you know it you know our shit's fucked up we know it's fucked up but uh we're we're doing what we can here you know what i mean and there are a lot of bad seeds but you know we, we you guys fucked up the voting situation you just let us run do this two party bullshit you guys aren't Organizing yourselves, and you made it too easy. You know what I mean. So this is why how we got over so easily, and it's like a remnant of like the old government. You know what I mean, the old way. Because in the sixties, you could get away with keeping pulling wool over people's eyes, You'd tell the right newspaper to say the right thing. People have no. Yeah, JFK
0: got shot from a, a crazy book depository. Don't worry about it. He it was- definitely didn't get killed by like anyone in the CIA for sure. Not. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> Put that in the newspaper. I know that's a conspiracy theory, but I. I uh, I am. I am a big proponent of the fact that he was not.
1: I think what it comes down to, dude. though, dude, is that the what what the stories that are traditionally called conspiracy theories, right? The JFK assassination, nine eleven's always one of them. What's the one boat that got blown up to that um, the Luft, Luftetainy or something? The, the how one how that it. started Vietnam. Was it Vietnam? I well, that one out. that's
0: actually been proven that that was just totally made up. um... But, uh, there was a, there was a vessel, an American vessel that was shot down that, not shot down, sunk, that started, uh, Vietnam, yeah. our involvement in Vietnam. And yeah, but I've but heard that, I've that's heard actually that, been
1: proven to be, right. to be false. Like that's, that, 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 that's fine. That's crazy I'm, though. Yeah, it's
0: crazy. Because it means that was only like, what, 30, 40 years ago? Well, I guess we have, we have to say like 50 years ago now or yeah, something, right? Yeah, like, 2015. But like, uh, holy shit, man. That's, that, if that could happen then, it could so easily happen now. So yeah. what I'm saying is th- those things happen, but what, what was the point you were going to make? The point I was
1: making is that in the old way, right, the old way, let's say the truth of the JFK murder assassination was even scarier than some random guy shot our president, right? That's scary as fuck. But let's say it was Russia who, like, got him. They, the government wouldn't want people to know that, and they'd be like, no, it was some random fucking guy. It was this guy who got killed a couple days later anyway, because fuck that guy. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. And... That's easier for people to consume. And it's that that like father, you know, type shit where that that's what I don't get down with because at this point I'm an adult and you need to treat me like an adult. Tell me what the fuck is going on and that way I can make a decision and vote because that's democracy, fucking blah, blah, blah. But the point I'm trying to make is it's much easier to pull the wool over people's eyes in the 60s when not everyone has a fucking camera phone, not everyone's uploading pictures to the cloud. You know, we can't watch the video over and over again in HD 1080p. You know what I mean? It's... Now it's getting it's going to get so much harder for them to keep up with the lies. And I think it's just a habit because when something bad happens, I think the general reaction is for the government to sit down and say, all right, look, the towers got hit. Right. Uh, this is what actually happened was, right. I'm making this up. They, they were able to plant bombs by the foundation of 9-11 a week before, but we just didn't notice it. We fucked up bad. We fucked up bad and everyone told us it was coming. France told us it was coming. You know, we got all these reports, but we just ignored them because our CIA somehow missed it. They didn't think it was that much of a threat. We fucked up bad, but we can't let people know that we don't, that we're not keeping them safe. Right. So let's say that that's what made the towers fall. And it wasn't just the planes. Right. So they, then they sit down and say, okay, well, what story is convincing enough that we can tell people that also serves the purpose of not getting them too scared, but still, you know, angry at the terrorists? Let's just say it was the planes and the, the jet fuel. We'll make up some bullshit, right? And th- there's a lot of details that are in question, but I think it's, it's just gotten, they've in, gotten into a habit of just lying about things, lying about the details in a, even in a slight way. But now that we're so good at catching the lie that, you know, anytime they lie about any detail, it's like, oh, well, it's a conspiracy. It's the petrodollar. It's Illuminati. It's all this fucking bullshit. And it's like, well, no, they could be making small lies that we, because we don't know how small or big the lies are, uh, you know, we're just we're just assuming it's the worst shit that could ever have possibly happened that they could ever have lied about. I I just I'm not convinced, man. I'm not convinced no, that that's the fine. U.S. Yeah, is really I, I, into I, that I, shit. And I'm not much.
0: personally offended that you're not convinced. I listen, I understand. I'm open to room for yeah. that, too. That was very convincing. I, and I kind of have <laughs> sort of changed my opinion on that as well as you were just talking now. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's
1: it's, how. Fucking and it's okay this to work. do that
0: too. I think people are also afraid to change their opinion because they're afraid to look stupid or they're afraid to. You know, if anything. Being confronted with evidence that totally blows your opinion out of the water and still sticking to your stupid opinion, or not even yep. stupid opinion, but your original opinion is so foolish, man.
1: Right. And we should celebrate the act of learning. Like, oh God, I was so wrong about that. Like, But I'm so glad I'm right now. I'm so glad I know the issue now. Thank you for like for schooling me on that because now I know and now I can go tell somebody else. Yeah. That's what we should be celebrating. Not like, no, I was the one who was right. It doesn't matter who who was right because now you can be right for the rest of your life now that you know what right is. So we should just – I don't know, man. We should celebrate the learning of it, not the being right, but the getting to be right.
0: Listen, all I'm trying to say is that black people are are witches, seers, and soothsayers. Diviners. Oh, diviners. Diviners, excuse me. Yeah, suit
1: set. Oh, excuse me, that's racist. They're diviners and seers. What is a suit witches ser? and wizards? I had no idea. It's oh. <laughs> what's popped in my about. head. Mystical bullshit <laughs> that don't actually exist. No, we're literally witches. So, definitely grab your broom. she, uh, she literally said like, "No, I'm so so serious." Like, "Are you? Please, t- I'm really not joking. I'm so so serious. Please uh, be please be joking." Please God, be joking. man. I just worry who's listening to her lots of people
0: 13,000 people are listening to her almost 13,000 people are listening to her but, but see those are those are also i mean it goes with the old way of things where, where it's i think that the cia mm-hmm. has specifically uh promoted things or at least they used to i don't know if they're still doing it mm-hmm. but they, they've set up a precedent where uh I think the CIA's mission statement, or I heard, I heard some quote somewhere where the guy said, when the American people have literally no idea what's right or what's real and what's not, mm-hmm. then we've succeeded. And oh,
1: oh, great. Yeah, thanks. So, so fucking thanks.
0: So, so we, we have this whole culture that's been set up, uh, based on something we've inherited where people who are idiots, rise to the top because what they're saying makes no sense and people just eat it up. They're saying that this makes sense. So I'm just going to take that for, you know, whatever they're saying makes sense.
1: I think that's where I always, I always lie on the other side of the balance though. I think, all right. So you have like a, I think this, I'm always a systems guy, right? I think the system is going to overpower people. You know, if it comes down to a system versus individuals, I think the system's going to win, right? What I mean by that, is that I don't think the CIA is tinkering around and, and promoting Azalea Banks. Oh no, neither do I. Shit or I'll anything I'll, like that. I want to make that clear. I'm talking yeah. about like
0: uh. Well, they they set a precedent with you know lying about things and making things silly. So what happens is this is this is sort of the symptom of that where you get people who have literally okay. no idea what's yeah. going on spouting their bullshit and everyone's like, well, that kind of sounds right. So like, yeah, blah blah blah. So everyone's yeah. just confused, but you know. It sucks that we don't know who to look to, and so we look to celebrity or we look to people who are somehow successful in our minds mm-hmm. because we assume they have to have some knowledge
1: that we yeah. don't. I think that's that's the ancient human – it's an ancient human thing. You look to the guy who's survived the longest and is the smartest and is the most popular and has amassed the most shit, and you go to him and you say, how did you get to where you are? Because I want to become you. Yeah. The problem is – in a capitalist society like America, the dollar is all that matters. And there's a lot of ways to make dollars that don't, that aren't virtuous, that you shouldn't be learning, you know, um, your opinions about international affairs from these people just because they can make money. But we see people who make money as the successful people who we need to learn from. And, you know, Azalea Banks is clearly not someone that we need to be learning from. Let me take that back. We can learn probably a lot from Azalea Banks, but we should not be learning about uh, black people from Azalea Banks. Or history. Clearly confused.
0: Or anything. You know, if you want to learn about music from her, she's a musician. Yeah. Maybe she Check her music out. out. Yeah. We should probably, uh, if we if we have some songs on this episode, we should definitely close with Azalea Banks. One of her one.
1: classics, man. One of her big hits. Yeah, which, uh, with 13,000 uh, Twitter followers, probably no big hits. Oh, uh, dude, she's no a killing it, though. Apparently, everyone listens to her, Appar-
0: according to her Twitter. Yeah, everyone listens to her music. Oh god, man! Classic.
1: Oh, but the other thought I had on the CIA, if you don't mind. No, go for it. I was shocked reading the, the report uh, about how little the government claims to have been informed about that shit, and I really believe their stance that you know, they were they had came up with all these concerns and all these things that were wrong, right? So in- inaccurate info was given. The CIA uh, avoided congressional oversight. Uh, they, they kept the White House in the dark. They impeded national security ops by the, by the FBI and other like national organizations. They impeded oversight by the inspector general. Uh, they leaked documents to the media before, uh, the government had, like the, uh, oh, the White House had them, right? So this is just the CIA being like, eh, we don't have to tell anybody about anything we're doing. And it's the secrecy, I think, that's the real issue. If everything's out in the open, you don't get these crazy torture, uh, incidents where no one's in the country is comfortable except the people doing the torturing. I, that we had a vote on that and that, and someone said like, Oh, like, you know, we're going to torture this guy to figure out like who did, who was responsible for 9-11. I'd be like, No, no, 9-11's over. If you were going to torture somebody, it would have to have been like 10 minutes before 9-11 yeah. happened. And then you stopped yeah. the plane. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't get to torture people afterward because you fucked up and, and let that shit slip. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But there's so many of these instances that they were like, Look, the CIA is not telling us. They're just doing shit. They're, they're doing shit in other countries where, you know, the other countries don't have to give us information. So instead of torturing, right, the CIA will send their prisoners to, like, Israel and be like, oh, well, we sent them to Israel for detainment. And, you and know, Israel will fuck Torture them the fuck yeah. out of them. Yeah. Torture the fuck out of them. And then give us the information. Oh, that's – no, we're not doing the torturing. Hey, fuck you. Fuck you. And I really honestly believe that the federal government knows – uh not enough. Like they they know more than we do, but they don't know as much as the CIA does, and that's fucking scary.
0: You know what it is? It's a lot like kids, man. It, I mean, we're all just kids, so everything we do is like kids. Yeah. But it's it's like it's like when uh, you're on a road trip, you got your kids in the back seat, and the one kid's doing the thing where he's putting his finger up to your face, and I'm not touching you, <laughs> I'm not touching you. Yeah, but you're fucking with them, and you know what you're doing, right?
1: Right, so mom and dad have to expl- have to take two hours to explain, like, okay, you're not touching him, but you're still fucking with him, and it's fucking our day up. So stop.
0: Well, well, hey, Mister. Seman- like, it's all about semantics, and it's all about yeah. being clear with your language. And people abuse that. They abuse yeah. it. They abuse the Constitution. They abuse you know everything. Every document that's ever been you know created in our history has it's been it's, abused. Has been <laughs> abused pretty much.
1: Yeah. Oh god, boy, cool. oh boy. We talked a lot, but I don't know if I feel better about any of this shit.
0: I feel emptier.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I got something off my chest.
0: (laughs) Well, hey, I mean, I think that was a good discussion at the very least. I got that, I got that (laughs) trans stuff off my
1: chest. Yeah. You know what, man? I'm glad, I'm glad to be able to make a stance about some of these things because underlying our whole thing, I think the important note is admitting that you don't know. I don't know from what I've seen. This is the opinion I've formed. And I'll tell you why I disagree with just being like, no, like if, if he says he wants to be a girl, let him be a girl. Like, I'll tell you why I disagree with that. But you, it's your job then to tell me why I, you know, the places where I'm wrong, the things that I'm assuming that I shouldn't be assuming. And then wh- then you can tell me why you believe what you believe and we can come to an agreement. Mm-hmm. But it starts with admitting, I don't know everything about this. This is just what I know. Or this is just what I believe based on what I do know. Yeah. Honesty, man. It's all about honesty.
0: Hey, so everyone, just be honest out there.
1: Hey, grandkids, if you're listening, be honest. Be honest, you little
0: fucks. That's what we're trying to teach you. Well, thanks, Adam. Feel good.